hope you're going to build a business knowing. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the 2 Percenter Show, the real-time, real talk of the journey in business. All right, so we're live here in uh, New Jersey, USA, ready to talk about a lot of things that are going on in the world. First thing in our minds is this coronavirus. What do you think, Bobby? Was it the COVID-19 or 9? I don't know what they call it, man. <laughs> I just know this is what I think. I don't buy everything the media says, so I can't say to myself, I can't believe it yet that this is really what they're saying, where they're making it out to be. Well, my understanding is it's like the flu, or that's what people get. Like a it's flu. a strain of flu. It's a strain of the flu. As a matter of fact, one of my like cleaning products from like that was made in 2018 has it on there that it fights a human coronavirus. So it's not no something way, new. Does it? Yeah, it's not. So, it's not something new. It's not something that all of a sudden just came out into existence, you know. And now the world is under attack from it. Like there have been <laughs> coronaviruses before. It's just a new strain now. And then I feel like it's just media hype. What do you think? I mean, we're going to talk about not only the coronavirus today, but how we think it's going to affect business. That's the major talk time. about today. But I'm probably going to crack a lot of jokes. And I'm not trying to discredit the coronavirus, to be honest with you. If it's real and it's affecting people and they're getting sick and dying, I'm not discrediting that. Right. That's horrible. I would never want that to anyone. But at the same time, there's always two sides to everything everything yeah it could be real it could be just a strain of a flu or i don't know what to say like it's just affecting certain types of people with lower immune systems whatever Elderly. yeah yeah i don't know if it's real 100 percent um and i probably won't but i'll give my opinions and um i actually to be honest with you i think i had it <laughs> no serious oh, man. and i'm over here recording <laughs> okay. in the basement no listen oh, hear me out i didn't tell jay this but the other day my girl she pointed out, she goes, remember back in December when you were sick? I was literally here at home for about eight days. I had the flu, but times a hundred. Mm -hmm. I'm not kidding. I'm not, I'm not trying to be funny. Like you're laughing at me, Jay. But I was here. I remember I called you. I couldn't work. I couldn't do anything. Yes. I couldn't even stand. I remember that. My lungs were so bad. I couldn't walk from the couch to the kitchen. I was out of breath that bad that I would literally collapse if I tried to walk to the kitchen. Like it got so bad at the end of the seven, eight days when I was feeling somewhat better to go to the doctor. I couldn't even go to the doctor. By the time I got to the doctor, I got pneumonia. It turned into pneumonia in one of my lungs. But they did a diagnosis then. But yes. Now, here's my because point. That was the thing, like Here's my point. When I went to the doctor, he said, well, you have all the symptoms of a flu, but it's not only the flu. It, it might be some kind of virus. Mm. That's exactly what he said. And, you know, I didn't think anything of it i just think you know okay viruses go everywhere and doctors can't pinpoint which exact virus it is mm -hmm. but he said it he's like i can't give you any, any medication he only gave me stuff when i got the pneumonia because mm. i could not breathe i had fevers right i couldn't breathe at all like it was bad i couldn't talk couldn't walk sweating everything that they say they that's part of it i had besides the dying from it but i'm like wait a minute he never told me he said it seems like it's the flu but it's definitely a virus because we can't really do anything you just have to let it pass the pneumonia that's really bad and i feel i thought about it you know what that's right maybe because i'm younger it helped me the medicine but i was helped to fight a lot of it off and mm -hmm. i could survive think about it an elderly person gets pneumonia yeah, that's horrible yeah, done, yeah. they didn't send me to the hospital they didn't send me anywhere they gave me the medication to open up my lung a little bit mm -hmm. and stay home i quarantined myself i had to stay home yeah. so i'm not trying to joke around said i had the coronavirus but yeah, just to know. throw it out there maybe i did have that same virus flu whatever but it wasn't a, a mainstream thing to cause panic because i wasn't it wasn't popular at the time until this but year. now until correct here we go here we're gonna go for it until the powers that be the government whatever decides to we need to make this a big thing right. that's what we're gonna talk about yeah i mean and the more i look at it sure i even got sick i think sometime in january and, and the real reason why I think we get sick up here in New Jersey is because we don't get as much sun around the, you know, around that time. You know, we're not out as much. It's colder. And although it's been a warm winter here, you know, we're not out as much getting the vitamin D we need and things like that. So we're, we're, we're more inside, susceptible to more germs because our, our immune systems aren't packed with the nutrients that they need. Mm -hmm. So if this thing is like something like the flu, I mean, what they call flu season is almost done. You know, when we come around April, I mean, this thing should be going away because then everyone's immune systems are much stronger. But what we're seeing is, you know, more than just that, we're seeing the total shutdown of the world economy, which is I've, it's unprecedented. I've never seen this happen over something like this. No, I've seen it because of a terrorist attack. You know, I've seen sporting events that like, canceled for a week or so or a few days 
because of of the, of the panic of like 9-11 i've never seen it over something like this now schools are closing schools are closing you know universities some of you europe know, they can't leave some of you know that you know we we have like one foot in the higher education system where where we come and you know we, we we do teach as well you know and we and our goal is to continue to start businesses and actually be able to give you the true teachings through this podcast because we can't necessarily do it through the higher education system no because they're know? all corrupt because, of course yeah it's all it's all about control and that's how that's what I, I i look at it so when it comes to business and economics i'm seeing now the supply chain of all goods and services just breaking down. Like, you know, just going to the supermarket, you know, my wife went to the aisle where they had the toilet paper and there was oh, one here last we go. one. There was one there was one roll left and this guy grabbed it. He already had one in his cart, right? And the lady that was there trying to grab it too started yelling at him because she, she She's freaking out because he's like, why are you hoarding? You have two of them. You know, why? And they, they got an argument. So my wife just kept walking. Because got two butt cheeks. <laughs> my wife just like walked past them <laughs> and couldn't like deal with it. And then, you know, she had a panic attack. You know, she had to go out to the car, relax a little bit because it, like the stores, you know, were so crowded. People were getting antsy. People were just getting, they're, they're nervous. They're scared. Okay. Because of fear. Because of fear. I get it. But here's a serious question. Yeah. What the hell does toilet paper have to do with the coronavirus? You know, how does it affect your ass? <laughs> Seriously. I don't get it. Yeah. Worst comes to shove, right? Like you just jump in the shower and wash your ass. You get like <laughs> because of diarrhea. When I was sick for nine days, I didn't get diarrhea. Couldn't move. What, what does it have to do with it? If I get diarrhea, okay. Oh, what? Wash your ass. I don't get it. This is like, it may be funny. I'm joking around about the toilet paper thing, but it relates to fear. Right. So everyone's freer and they're fighting each other over freaking toilet paper. Go get a leaf. Mm -hmm. Wipe yourself. There you go. Yeah. If you want it to be soft, go get an aloe plant. Yeah. Take the aloe from the plant. Wipe your yourself. Or because if this thing gets crazy enough, I mean, your own your own cash dollars are gonna be your toilet paper. Yeah, when they top of the economy <laughs> yeah. and the dollar crashes, take all the money you have and wipe yourself with it. <laughs> That's it. That'd be the first time I said, I'm so rich. I could wipe myself with money because it is a, the dollar means nothing. Take a twenty dollar bill. But that's my point. We're gonna talk about that. You know, conspiracy, nah, whatever, or just fear. I know for sure this is causing fear in every country. Yeah. Everyone's fearful, and they're gonna react. Right. And this, on a business perspective, I think is where you shouldn't take a fear approach. You should be taking an offense. Yeah, I said it. Offense. Everyone's playing defense. If it gets worse and you're watching the news, which I don't think you you should really get into that. But if they keep fear, 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 this is doing this, doing that, and then quarantine, stay home. That's all fear. Yeah. If you look back at history, anytime there's been recessions, depressions, war, you know, things that cause fear. Mass hysteria. Yeah. Yeah. One side was things that happened from it. But the other side, people made money. There was always both. There's not one time where nobody made anything. Right. There's always the other side. And I think right now, the entrepreneurs that are listening, the ones who are two percenters in their mind, it's time for offense. Right. Not 90, defense. 98% of the population out there is going to play defense through this Correct. time. And that might be your first response. Right. Because of the fear of maybe the coronavirus or the economy shutting down. Yeah. Now, I'm not trying to say that's not real. Like the virus is not real. I don't know. Or I'm not scared that the economy might shut down. No. What I'm saying is no matter if that happens, there's opportunity. There's always opportunity. There's there. something. And we're going to play. Me and Jay are going to play straight offense because we know someone's going to make money and they're going to come out of this better than what they were. Yeah. Because basically because times get tough. You got to get tougher. That's right. And and, and to be real with you, this is going to be the roaring 20s for those two percenters out there because you're going to play a different game in business than the rest of the masses. The 98 percent of the population, they're going to be playing defense. They're going to be scared. They're going to lose their jobs. They didn't have a side income. They didn't have a side business. They had nothing else planned. They didn't have a good amount of savings. They lost their retirement money in the stock market. It's going to be bad for most people. But for those two percenters out there that are ready to play, now's the time. We saw this happen, something like this, back in uh, 2008, 2008, 2009. We saw it. We saw the, the machine of the news media, which, again, like Bobby was saying, you don't really want to listen to it. I would actually tune out most of it. And if you're going to listen to it, it's just to be able to strategize to do the opposite of what they're telling you to do. Correct. Go the opposite way. And if you're going to watch it a little bit, look for the patterns. Like, I'm not a forecaster. 
and I'm not an economist, but there's always patterns. Yeah, you, depressions, you know trends. the yeah. 20s, got to see the pattern. There's always patterns. Mm -hmm. When there's a war, people are horrible, but people make tons of money because what it drives the economy. There's yeah. jobs being created. There's always a pattern. Mm -hmm. And I believe there's another pattern again. It's the same pattern. It's just different reason. Right. Now it's not like a 9-11 a terrorism. Shut everything down and use that as a scapegoat. Mm -hmm. No, it's maybe this coronavirus. Mm -hmm. Another pattern. But economically and business-wise, someone's going to make money. The government has to make their money, get out of debt, increase lending, everything, how they how they do this. There's a way. The, the biggest thing that government relies on is taxing you. If you lose your income in a job, that's less money to them. Mm -hmm. Then there's other things they're going to have to do. They're going to have to borrow money probably from the Federal Reserve to get things going again. Or they're going to have to have the Federal Reserve print money. They're going to come up with their stimulus packages and things like that. So are you ready for those changes? And, and what I mean by that is have you already started a business? Are you growing a business? Are you thinking about growing multiple streams of income? The best way I, I could think of for anybody right now is to start doing something online as soon as possible. Okay. I'll play devil's advocate. What the hell, Jay, you telling me to start a business or figure out how to make more money when everybody else is worried about losing their job or their job is shutting down and now they're getting paid less? Right. How are you going to tell me to go offense and start making more look to make more because it doesn't it doesn't really take much money actually for the most part is free to get into business online you mm -hmm. know to sell a product to sell service to create content you know and then you know and then look for sponsors like it's, it, it doesn't take a lot to get that going and if you gotta and you gotta understand that it's a world economy now we're tied to different countries through the internet. Now, unless they shut down the internet, which I highly doubt because that's the, the no. part of the control you know, system of everything, unless they shut it all down, I mean, you could sell to somebody in India something. You could sell something to somebody in Europe. You know what I mean? Like, I'm networking with people that I've never met personally, but I'm figuring out what they do for business, what I do for business. You know, when it's like early morning here, it's late night over there, you know, and, and it's like we kind of still communicate, but different parts of the world and building those connections to see where the money could be now correct me if, if i'm wrong the reason why you're saying you gotta start figuring out ways right now more productive and learn how to make more income mm -hmm. is because the way the economy is set up yeah so for example the federal reserve let's say to fix this because this is what they've done in the past i mean things aren't tanking all the way yet but mm -hmm. it's looking that way. Yeah. The way to get the economy up is they lower interest rates, mm -hmm. right? Which they have already done. Right. And our president said he wants that to get done. Yep. So they already did that. Yep. Now, if they lower interest rates and they can't lower anymore, how else are they going to make some money? They're going to print it. Right. Right? Okay. So they print it. If they print it, who are they giving it to? It, it's going right into bonds. They yep. got to give it to the government, government right? Government bonds they're buying now. Bank needs yep. to give money to the government, yep. but the government can only buy bonds. Or financial assets. Or financial assets, right? Correct. Assets. Yep. Now, why are they buying these assets? Because that's the only thing they can spend it on. And they have to put money into unemployment. Yeah. Right? Yeah. They so the financial assets, they're trying to make the economy grow again. Interest rates didn't, didn't do it. So they got to pump money back in because if people are tight, they can't borrow money, so they can't buy anything. And their income no is lending. going up. Not their income raises. is down, yeah. so they can't buy much. Mm -hmm. So if people are not buying much because they can't put it on credit, mm -hmm. they don't have any more income, how are they going to do it? Mm -hmm. They increase unemployment mm -hmm. to keep buying things, right. but they incentivize you to put money back in the economy. They buy financial assets. Right. They pump money into companies, things that people who are trying to be productive and they produce things. Right. For example, it could be, let's say there's a war. Mm-hmm. Companies that produce weapons, metals, pharma, all that kind of stuff. Now, sure. I'm not saying for you guys out there to do that. <laughs> Me and Jay are not going to do that. We're not going to go make guns or invest in gun companies. Maybe, maybe not. What we're going to do is the opposite. This is where our guesstimate and what I think me and you should do. Because I know there's a way to capitalize and not go with the fear. Yeah. If everyone's at home because they're quarantined or they're losing their jobs, they need to find out what's going on. They still have time. Mm -hmm. They might not have much money, right. but they have time. So they're going to be at home watching stuff, listening to things, finding out what the coronavirus is doing. Trying to stay up to date. Yeah. Right. What the media is saying. But they don't have much money. What if they can't pay for cable, all the kind of crap? Yeah, Where are they going to go? That's right. They're going to go online. Because they're going to keep the internet up. Yep. So 
our guesstimate is one way if you want to create some productivity and get something out there start making content yeah. It's Why? A, it's about it's about being productive. And what we mean by that is you're creating something and, and bringing value to the marketplace or the marketplaces, depending on where you're at. Because the government needs you to. They need you to because if you don't, the cycle doesn't continue where there's buying and selling. It's all about buying and selling all day long. Everybody yes. buys and sells, and that's what they consider a transaction. And the more of those that happen, the economy runs. Very simple. Yeah. Right? Buy, sell. Buy, sell. The economy runs that way. Right. If, Jay, you have, let's say, something to sell, you bring him a good into the economy. Government likes that. Helps the economy go. Me... I'm buying. I'm buying what you're selling. Mm -hmm. I'm putting money into you back into the economy. Yeah, that helps my income. Correct. Because mm -hmm. you're making income, I'm spending income. Right. It's just a, a cycle. Right. Buy and sell. Buy Which and sell. It allows me to go spend as well. Yeah, because I gave you money to right. buy your stuff. You go out and spend your money. I'm buying something else. Correct. Right? And it's a cycle again. That's all it is. If we don't keep buying because you can't sell and produce anything, it shuts down. Correct. They don't want to shut it down. So the question is, what can you sell in this time? There it is. Economic changes. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> what you can know, we sell? What can you sell? And that's where the two percenters are going to come out big from this because they're going to keep thinking, what can I sell? What can I sell? And then when they find the solution to problems, they're going to be able to charge something for it. Because That's how simple it is. Everybody else is scared. And in fear, you're not thinking about opportunity. Yep. Now, I know the talk today... It's, we're not giving specifics. This is what you should do if the economy shuts down or the coronavirus kills us all. <laughs> you know, not kills us all. It's all done. But it affects everything where you can't work or you're home, whatever the case may be. Yeah. We're saying that while everyone else is in fear, they will not be able to see opportunity at right. all right. because they're too scared. Well, we learned that lesson back in 2000, yeah. 2009. We saw that. Like, they, they, we so, effed up. Yeah, we were in the actual financial industry at the time, and we saw that you know, the stocks and some of these big companies were just tanking. You know, some of them did go bankrupt, but we were so, in such fear that we didn't take advantage of certain things. Like, there were companies that were, like, listed at a dollar a share that were big companies. Yeah, Citigroup. And we, yeah, there you go. They're one of the big ones, and they dropped to, like, almost nothing, mm -hmm. right? To, like, a dollar or so. But what happened? The government stepped in, inflated, printed money, mm -hmm. and what did they do? They bailed out the companies that could keep producing. They needed to put the money they created out of thin air yep. by printing and put into financial assets. So while the middle class person is like, what the hell? These companies got bailed out. This is bullshit. And they're all complaining. Our government sucks. They're a bunch of idiots. Guess what? Those companies were producing things. They're producing stocks. They're producing everything that they're into. They were producing, but they had no money. So the government's like, here, let's give the people, companies, money to keep producing right. because people who work there will have to pay taxes. They'll, I got to drive this economy Correct. to do that. But now if you're fearful, like we were, we didn't buy Citigroup stock for a dollar. Now it's at whatever. I don't know. It's more than a dollar. Of course. I, it, it was at rock bottom prices rock. and and we could have seriously generated some wealth there. So this is the opportunity that lies ahead for everybody. And that's where we want to come to you with some hope. Yeah, man, this is it. This is good stuff. Yes, it's serious. Yes, people are getting sick. Look, Italy, stay healthy. Italy shut down. Should, I love Italy. Like Damn it, I'm pissed off say. that they're shut down. I feel bad. Yeah. But look, wash your hands. Cover your eyes. Don't be around someone who's sick, right? Do whatever you can to keep yourself healthy. But while you're healthy, you figure out a way to be productive. Start producing something because it's going to come in our belief that they're going to need people to produce. And when this money comes out and the government has to stimulate stuff again, they're going to be giving money to people who are producing. Mm -hmm. What can you produce? That's your goal. Your goal is to stop thinking fear mode, go on the offensive attack, and figure out, look, there's going to be needs. People have needs, no matter what, economy or not. People mm -hmm. are going to need. you got to figure out what's the need. How can you use, even if you have no money, I'm not saying you have to have money, use the Internet. How can you use the Internet to give that need to someone else? Mm-hmm. Because they're going to need something. Even if they have no money, they need something. What we're going to do, I'll tell you that right now. Well, our goal is to produce more content. Mm -hmm. Why? Because we know and we believe people are going to be home or scared and fearful. And they need someplace to go for information, to be uplifted. Motivation. And to, right, motivation, positivity. But maybe someone to have a plan with, throw ideas around. What can we do? Yeah. There's, I don't think people who are wealthy are scared. No, they plan the economy it. Like, going they, down. They're ready to go. Like they, when 
there's a saying that when there's blood in the streets, that's, that's when it's time to buy. You know, and I think that was somebody from the Stanley family, J.P. Morgan Stanley family that said that because they know that when prices are at rock bottom, it's very simple, folks. And you know what? Bobby does a great job at like explaining the stock market and all these things. And we're going to create great trainings about that, you know, so you yeah, can understand up, it. Like our next video, maybe our next video on YouTube, it's going to be like a real quick training how I think the stock market works. I'm not going to tell you what to do, how to buy or this and that, but you, I just want to get you the idea to take the fear out and this opportunity in the water. Yeah, because when there when there's when there's blood in the street, meaning when everything's for sale, you buy it. So for example, before all this went down, right? People that go out and shopping the grocery stores, there's a ton of food, ton of stuff. Things are on sale. That's when people like buying stuff. More of it because it's on sale. Well, guess what? That's what's going to happen in many industries. And it's going to happen to the point where I think this time is going to be a bigger recession, maybe even a depression where you can buy hotels for pennies on a dollar. Because mm-hmm. they're, they're going to go belly up. They're, they're not going to, I think, weather's a, a big economic depression. Or, you know, you can get into other industries that you wouldn't have been able to get into. And that's what you got to keep your eyes open about. So our strategy, just just to summarize a little bit what we're doing is be more productive, create more income, not rely on jobs, create more income. How do you create more income? Bring value to the marketplace. People sell still need to- something. Figure out how to sell and drive and know the economy is behind you. The economy needs someone to exchange that transaction. Someone has to sell, someone has to buy. Even if it's a slowdown or depression or recession and people have less income, guess what? If you're in it, because most people that listen to us you know, are middle class, they might not have much exposable income. They have very little savings. So that's where the fear comes in. I'm scared, what if I lose my job? What if I don't have money? I have to tighten up, I have to sh- shrink everything, you know, hoard everything and not spend everything. That's defense. Yeah. That's one part of it. But you cannot win a game on defense. No. You have to win the game on offense. Mm-hmm. So you got our offense strategy. And for you is to your offense is why you're trying to defend your food, your health, everything. You figure out a way to produce, 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 make something, create something, get into get on the microphone, get on video, something, use it. How can you sell something? How can you create some kind of content and keep producing? Right. Because you need to be producing. That's the only way the economy is going to come back. And those who produce will win. So the internet, you don't need a lot of money. I'm not saying started, to yeah. take all your savings and buy a stock when it drops. It hasn't dropped yet. Mm-hmm. But what if you've, you know from history, if they tank this stuff, that's when you should buy, like Jay said. Mm-hmm. Right When it tanks, everyone else is trying to pull the money out because they see it tanking. The ones who have some cash, guess what they do? They buy. They buy. Yeah. They're rich. Buy. So guess what? You don't have to be rich, but if you know how to produce something and keep yourself making money during this time, if there's a recession, if there's a depression, you could take some of the money to keep yourself alive and survive, but take the rest and pour it into opportunities. You may have to buy a stock or if you want to save up for the real estate when they tank those interest rates. I want to see buildings like being sold for a dollar. You know what I mean? Like there was times where in the Great Depression, that like that's what was happening. You know what I mean? That's what I want to do. Uh, I, I, if that's gonna go down again, it's not gonna be good for a lot of people. I'm excited for the possibilities. I'm very excited. Like the, the old saying of you know, if you if you want a strong defense, you need a strong offense. It's so true. This is offense time. It, yeah, it's not time, time to shrink. While everybody else is shrinking back and they're scared and they're waiting on the government to tell them what to do next. The government. You need to start doing and thinking critically. And look for the problems. Look for the solutions to those problems. To the then, government to sell something for people. It's That's not all it is in business. Going to help you. I'm sorry if you don't like the way that sounds. Don't listen to us. Yeah, this no. ain't your podcast. <laughs> this ain't your podcast. I'm not a conspiracy therapy, therapist or anything. I can't even say the word. Conspiracy theorist. S- conspiracy theorist. <laughs> but I do know something, and I do know that the government doesn't run off of you. They run off business. And they run off buying and selling, buying and selling because they can create debt and credit from that. And income And tax. if you do not produce, whether it's a recession, whether everything's booming, doesn't matter. Coronavirus or not, if you don't produce, you got nothing. The government doesn't care. Right. You got all these hands, putting their hands out, government, help us, help us, help us. That's fine. They have a portion of the government to help do that. But if you think that's the only thing that's going to happen, nope. And those of you that may hear selling as a bad thing, 
just keep in mind that when you're working a job, you're selling your time for money. You're selling your time to your employer. Whatever job you do, that job is selling. You're still selling. You're just a part of it. It's just how you, you sell. You may, you may not be in the front line, right. but let's say you're, I don't know, pick something. Let me see if I could make it into a sale. Go. Pick something, Jay. Uh, let's see. Like a, a butcher. Okay. So the butcher doesn't think he's a salesperson. Now, one, let's say he works at ShopRite, mm -hmm. right? ShopRite selling the food. The butcher, without him, he can't cut the meat correctly mm -hmm. to sell the food. Right. He's not involved with the public where he has to actually take the meat and convince someone to buy his or her meat. Mm -hmm. No, right? No. Nope. But if ShopRite doesn't focus on selling and buying to the public, that butcher is out of a job. Right. Right? So he's just in a bigger system that's buying and selling. Mm -hmm. If he doesn't do his job or she doesn't do her job right and do her job and cut that meat correctly, what does the business that's buying and selling do? They fire you. They, they let you go because they then they because you're not bringing anything to the table that can make them correct. <laughs> They're paying you per hour or salary to help them produce. Now the butcher who owns his own shop, he's directly producing, buying and selling. Mm -hmm. But the person who works at Shoprite in the um, machine mm -hmm. of Shoprite, that's producing. But don't tell me that I don't like to sell because you're in something that's selling. That's why we talk about two percenters because that's the scariest place to be. When you're in the machine that's selling, mm -hmm. we work for higher education. You know what they're selling? Garbage. <laughs> they're selling diplomas to make you think that diploma is going to get you a job, which is going to make you money. They're selling that idea. Right. And day in and day out, I'm part of that system helping students spend money to buy into that. Mm -hmm. Now, if I don't do my job good, they're going to get rid of me because they need to keep that system going. They need to keep buying and selling. Right. We're telling you that if you're part of a bigger system and they're telling you to buy and sell because you're, you're in your job, you need to do it for yourself. You need to figure out what you can buy or sell. Right. So just like the school is selling these students, you need to go here, go to our college, go to university so you can get a better job and get some money. You know what we're doing? Podcasts, videos, posts, social media, telling people what we think, telling exactly how it rolls out there. Why? Because we're producing content for people to listen to not because we want to make money. That's just a side part of it. That just comes out of the back end for producing. Correct. Because you know, we're producing something that we love. We're producing something that we think it's true and that we're trying to accomplish. Correct. All the stuff that we're thinking about the economy is going down. We're telling you to be on the offense. We're on the offense too. We're not telling you to do that. We're probably going to f*** this up. I mean, it's going to be, it's not going to be easy. It's no. Definitely not going to be easy. I got kids. I got family to, to worry about too. I'm worried about too. While they're trying to worry, dad's going on the offense. Yeah. Dad's going to figure out how to make more money. Right. How can I stack it up now so I could help them survive? But when those interest rates drop, buying that building. That's right. If that stock drop, which I probably won't do that, but if a stock drops, I'm like, you know what? Boom. It's another city group again. Boom. Yeah. I don't know when it's going to happen, but I can, I can study the cycles, right. which we do, and they always go through the same cycles. Right. Right now, they're just in the beginning. And for those of you that are serious, send us any questions you have, comments. We want to connect with you as well. Because if you want to go on the offense, we're coming up with strategy. We're coming up with raising capital. Because even when it, things are bad, people out there do have money. There's people they do, out there that hoarding do have it. money. Right. But they're then, hoarding the but money. They're waiting for everything to be for sale. Again, when everything's for sale, that's when you buy. So only the people with that money are going to be able to do it. So guess what? If you have people like us that are going to offense and we're looking for those opportunities and you have, like, say, doctors that are still going to be well-employed, probably still making good money, not not sure what to do next, come up to them and say, yeah, we know exactly what to do because we've been seeing it happen. This is what we've done. We pull together all our money, and we start investing in some of these things. Like, real estate eventually is going to go down in price because it has to. Everything is a trickle effect. Everything's tied together. I know from the last time when the stock market tanked the way it did this time, shortly after that, within the year or so, the real estate market tanked because the mortgage bubble and all that, you know, it just, it was just a trickle down effect. And this time around, it's going to happen again, probably going to be worse, but that means that things are going to be so, so cheap to get into. Dirt cheap. Dirt cheap. So what we're saying is, is like, we're now over here soliciting for you to become an investor with us, but you may want to think about things like that and generate income for yourself, produce because when the timing is right, yeah, we're going to we're gonna start asking people if you want in on this because Correct. we see the opportunities. Correct. And if you don't have your eyes open, you won't see the opportunity when it comes. Right. And if you're with your other 2% of friends, 
you know, I know there's not a lot out there, but if you are one of those kind of blessed people that have friends that also think like you and you're trying to figure this out and you maybe you and your business partner or your friends always are in business, this is your time. Pull your money together. Mm-hmm. Figure out how to make it. Save it. Why? So when things hit rock bottom, you can, in whatever industry you're in, whatever you want to do, you can capitalize on it and get out of this wealthy. Right. This is how it's always been done. You can't control what the elites are gonna do but you know how it works yeah that's how it works they make money when it drops and then they buy in cheap yeah don't worry about how it gets done just know that it happens for those of you that you know need that information just study the great depression like how things went done how everything went down that way because history does tend to repeat itself mainly because of these economic cycles so that's a great lesson we haven't seen one in like over 100 years so i know we're due for it that's a good thing for those that are thinking for that it's a bad thing very bad thing for most people out there yes family members of mine are just freaked out scared and i'm not trying to discredit you know we're not trying to discredit you know if it gets really bad and how a depression works no but we are telling you that there is, just like the last depression, people made it out of there. People got wealthy again coming out of there. Right. They figured out they didn't have any fear. They knew what was going on. Their reality was, yes, hunger, no homes, no jobs. Yes. Yeah. Living but, below their means. But on the other end, you have people creating amazing wealth. Yeah. Empires out of that, coming yeah. out of there. Right. Right. Even for all you uh, MLMs out there. Yeah. There's just a lot of people that listen to us, multi-level marketers on our social media. Network marketers. Multi-level marketers listen to us. Guess yeah. what? This is it. Look at all MLM companies that are strong, that have been around for a while. They'll all, Even their leaders will tell you mm-hmm. every time there's a recession or, or depression or something and the economy goes down, that's when they heat up. That's right. Because why? People still need hope an opportunity and they need a way to make extra income Correct. so when they get fired from their job because god forbid something happens what are they going to do sit around and be done you're going to stick your hand out to the government no but you got to figure out a way money on the side right they make they do huge yeah they do during recessions i mean so, yeah they 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 grow their organizations big time around those times because the options are now more limited to the average person yes and and, and that's the thing you know and by the way yeah for those of you that are in that in- industry in network marketing multi-level marketing yeah, that's the time where you go on a recruiting spree. You um, recruit for, your ass off. Yeah, for those of you that are no longer in it or have been in it or starting your own business, you may still want to just consider looking at what's going on in that as well because there are some that are going to be very well off after that, after this whole thing. Mm-hmm. We and, keep an eye on them too. And like, just for example, I'm thinking my opinion too for people that are in traditional businesses. You know, they buy and sell something. They have a, a storefront. I think one thing too from what I'm been studying is if the market goes down and now people have less income to spend i think a lot of business owners reaction to that is to raise their prices mm-hmm. kind of makes sense right yeah. they have less money you're, you're making less because you have less consumers so you raise prices like everybody else but i think there's a fine line where that's a defensive move you're we're raising prices because you're trying to squeeze everything you can to keep your business afloat out of the consumers of whatever you have right right as even as a, as a brick and mortar business i don't think that's the best option that's a defensive move offensive move so you have to stay productive if you're raising your prices on the stuff you currently have you're not focused on productivity you're focused on income mm-hmm. i need to make income i need to price gouge i need to stretch it out that's a strategy yes you might have to do a little bit of it but think about it in general terms that's focusing on income when recessions happen and depressions happen the government does not want you to focus on income because they can't get their stuff back up and running again if you're focusing on income they pump money into people and things and corporations and companies that are focusing on productivity because if you just focus on income your only reaction is to take money in not spend it Mm-hmm. economy shuts down right they need you to buy it and sell it buy it and sell it so if you have a brick and mortar business you got to figure out a way to keep the income coming in but you have to keep producing mm-hmm. maybe it's create another product mm-hmm. maybe it's something that you're not used to or partner partner like we were saying with an mlm company network marketing yeah, company somehow i'd create another revenue stream or partner create. with another business that maybe mm-hmm. you have something that's alike instead of fighting against each other mm-hmm. come with each other keep going and create another product or or something maybe you could relate and you have to keep producing 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 right somehow even if even if it's not you producing a physical product and we're not just saying only physical products hey if things are down and you're losing you know making a little less money get on the internet yeah sell worldwide if you don't if you don't do it now right or guess what start talking about your products in your store start creating some kind of content 
yeah. that can get people to understand that you're here for them and that you are the person to go buy it from. So even if they don't have a lot of money and they need to still buy to survive, they're going to go to you first yep. rather than anywhere else. It's the same thing. They always still have to buy food. They still have to do certain things to live. Sure. And they have their cell phones in front of them. If they keep their internet up, they're going to be looking for content. Any way that can help them, whether mm -hmm. it's help them to find something, learn something to get out of this, or keep them safe, start producing that content. Yeah. Or even entertainment, because even yeah. though... Because you're depressed. Yeah. Right? If you're in the fe if you're a fear monger, right, you're the person who's fearful, they need to get back on their feet. Start producing content that make them feel better. This way, so, hey, but I own a shoe store. What am I going to talk about? I don't know. Do something that about shoes that they could watch. It. It'd be funny. Hey, Al Bundy did it. <laughs> Married with children. Yeah. That crap was funny as hell. Yeah. He's just a lonely shoe salesman, but that it was funny when he was in there in the shoe store. Yeah. Entertainment. If you're entertainment, they remember your name. Mm -hmm. And when things get better and they're back up and running again, guess what? They're going to remember you when you were there when their time was hard. That's right. But they don't know who you are because you went to fear mode and you hid in the caves. They don't care. They're not going to they're gonna listen to you. They're not going to want to. They're going to buy from the person that was out there spreading the word content 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 and just getting it out there and keep trying to produce because you don't need to produce something that maybe right now doesn't bring you income right now mm -hmm. remember it's to focus on productivity producing mean jay never said that if this happens and during this time you're producing we never say it's going to turn around to income right there the second no is to keep producing something so when it comes out if it's not during that time it's later you're in the know you have a platform people know who you are or you may have generated some income for yourself because you kept producing now you could take that income put it into things that are dirt cheap yeah. and boom skyrocket from there I think, and you know what, if we do get all this quarantine thing going on and the United States gets shut down and other countries as well, maybe the home delivery business is going to take off. You know what I mean? Even more maybe. so. I mean, that's the thing. Like, instead of us thinking this is where it's what could potentially happen and then get in fear mode, we actually are like, where would the opportunity be on the other end? So, like, the, the problem would be like, oh, people are not allowed to go get their groceries. What would be a solution? Well, maybe we just deliver it to them. Well, that means you need more people to do that, to deliver. Mm -hmm. See what I mean? Like, there's always other things that you got to look into. What are your thoughts on like uh, crypto, cryptocurrency? I really don't know much about it, but I think that it might be. Well, first thing about crypto, I think the real gold mine of it and the thing that's most powerful is not the actual cryptocurrency itself. That's what people, I, in my opinion, where people get it wrong. Do I think cryptocurrency is going to be a way where governments start to use it? Yes, because it's another, basically, it's another fiat currency. Yeah. It's, an, it's not a dollar because remember, the dollar is not real. In case you didn't believe that, look it up. It's... <laughs> It's currency. It's fiat. The dollar in your hand is now backed by shit. Or the numbers on your bank account. Shit. <laughs> it's all just numbers. Yeah. It's all fugazi. Gazi. That's all it is, right? So the dollar's not real. So keeping that in mind, having a cryptocurrency is the same crap as having a yen, a dollar, a peso, whatever, because none of that shit is backed by anything. Mm -hmm. Just a wish. Yeah. Crypto is the same way. Yeah. So do I feel that it's another could be another currency and move toward that way? Yeah. But I think the major thing that people should focus on in that is the, the technology behind it, the blockchain. Which I think eventually that technology is going to be used that's what's as gonna, the currency that has at the some point. power, that has the technology. That's how all the things going to be able to use that technology to run economy. Yeah, yeah. I can see it. I don't know. Bitcoin and crap and what, all that stuff was down to. Everything went down. It's crazy. Like down. how like the last. I don't know the future. Yeah. But then, you know, then, then next thing you know. They, they do another quick flick of the pen and then the markets recover again. So you can't go with what the news is telling you. Because the news, when you watch the news, if they're telling you to look at this, do the opposite. Yeah. Do the opposite. I tell you this right now, Jay. I'm not going to lie. You might think I'm crazy. I think there's going to be a run in the bank, bro. No, I, I <laughs> I'm, think I'm about literally going to take the, not all of it. I'm taking a lot of my cash out of the bank. <laughs> I, <laughs> Here we go. Listen, I. Here come the crazies. I, it's funny because you, you were, you were, you're saying that, but I was thinking that last night, um, as I'm like watching some of these big entrepreneurs that have some advice about all this and what their thoughts on it. But then looking back and like, you know, just videos on the Great Depression and how it went down, like there there's run, there was a run on the banks. And I think it's going to happen. If there was a run on toilet paper, like I think that's coming. You know what I mean? But people might say, but Bobby, that's fear mode. Nah, bro. <laughs> I'm not fearful. I'm looking at things that happened in the past. Yeah. And if there's a depression, what happened in the last depression? There was a run on the bank. Why was there a run on the bank? Because lending went down because the interest rates were so low. They stopped lending money out. So people couldn't have money to borrow, right? One part. Second part, their incomes also went down or they had no income, right? 
Mm-hmm. So they needed to get money ASAP. Where did they have their money? Yeah, in the bank. In the bank. So because it happened to a lot of people, everyone at the same time, hence the run on the bank to get their money out. Right. To use it. I'm not afraid that the economy is going to collapse and there won't be a dollar. If that happens, fuck. What the? <laughs> I can't do nothing about that. It is what it right? is. Like, we go back to, I'll start trading the barter system again. Yeah, right? I'm, I'm ready for that barter system. Right? I, we, Don't even tell me. It? Hold on. Let me finish my thought because <laughs> I know what he's going to say. He had me dying. If there is a run on the bank, I want to keep my cash handy with my guns, right? Keep my cash handy. So when the opportunity comes, I have the cash to buy into it. That's all. That's the only reason why. Not because of anything else. Because I just need my cash. If I freaking see an opportunity and the opportunity comes, like we're telling you, we think it's going to come. And I see it. And I can't get it because the sons of bitches banks <laughs> locked my shit up. And I can't get it. Yeah. And I can't get it out. That's just going to piss me off. Yeah. Because now I saw the opportunity. Finally, in my freaking life, I got this crap right. Now I can't get the money because these assholes shut the bank down. Yeah. Nah, man. I'm going to get it. I'm going to buy that thing. And I'm going to go for it. Yeah. Just like I, I you got to find opportunity. Yeah. The, the other day I was talking to Jay and <laughs> he was like, listen, Bobby, whatever happens, I'm ready. What did you tell me? I, I literally was dying. I, people. If the worst case scenario and the shit hits the fan and everything goes <laughs> to hell. Right. And there's no food on the shelves and things like that. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I'm OK. I got like my, you know, I got some uh, stored type of food for maybe maybe 30 days max. <laughs> but after that, I told him. Man, I would literally just go out to the backyard and hunt squirrels. <laughs> I mean, like, if it gets that bad, like, you know, well, when you read about the Great Depression, <laughs> the, people had it bad, you know? No, that's not how he and said then, it. And then what I would do is probably go in, and sell that thing <laughs> or trade it for something else if I had to. This is know? what he said. He said that. No, everybody, this is exactly what he said. He said, Bobby, I'm going to go hunt squirrels. <laughs> he said, I'm going to go hunt the cleanest animal that's available, the tree rat, the squirrel. <laughs> he said, no, I've done research. He's like, the squirrel is one of the cleanest animals that are readily available in our neighborhoods. Yeah. <laughs> so he's going to he say, I'm going to go outside. I'm going to go hunt tree rats because the squirrel is the tree rat of the, <laughs> of the suburbs. <laughs> this guy had me dying. Now, I laughed for about 15 minutes straight. Yeah. Like. 15 minutes straight and the reason why i laugh not because i think it's hilarious and he called it a tree rat <laughs> and he did research that they're the cleanest ones to go eat i mean they eat acorns I, like i have an acorn tree right outside my house so <laughs> i have a perfect trap so it wasn't that i'll probably collect the acorns first before i eat the freaking <laughs> squirrel <laughs> no he passed yeah. he bypassed the acorn the easiest thing <laughs> to try to kill a squirrel <laughs> dumbass can't catch a squirrel but all i thought everybody what i thought was him trying to kill a squirrel. If you don't know Jay, you know, he talks about you know the Mets a lot. He loves the Mets. He loves baseball. He used to be a pitcher. All I picture is this idiot outside his house throwing fastballs, trying to hit squirrels <laughs> to kill them or knock them unconscious so he can kill them. Maybe. Because <laughs> <laughs> he has no other weapon. So he's like, but I got a fast arm. If I could throw an 80-mile baseball and kill this go. squirrel. It's like a bullet. <laughs> Freaking idiot. <laughs> So see, hey, if he's right and we have to hunt tree squirrels, I know what he's going to do. He's going to sell that tree squirrel. He's going to put some adobo on there. <laughs> he's going to make that thing taste so nice. That's and he's wor- going to go sell it. Yeah, that's worst case Because scenario. if you can't go to the grocery store, no. guess what? The underground railroad of squirrel. Right. He's going to. It's a new market. <laughs> it's an underground market. It'll be a delicacy. Everyone else like, where do we get our food? The shop are closed. This guy's killing squirrels. Like I'm already thinking style. what I got to go hunt. You know what I mean? <laughs> or. Or. The other thing never is, hunted you know, I told, I, life. <laughs> the other thing I, I was thinking about is maybe it is a good time for for those of you out there to start figuring out how to get a green thumb. You know, learn how to like grow something, grow food. Because even if it doesn't go, even if it if it doesn't go to that extreme, you can always just sell that food back to like a food market, make some money out of it. But if it does go to that extreme, not only do you have food, but now you can also sell food and now have some money and cash laying around where you can invest in all these other things that are going to be dirt cheap. I'll be honest with you. I don't know crap about planting or, or growing food, but I'll tell you one thing. When I was younger, I'll tell you a funny story. We had a barbecue and at my friend's house and they had a lot of watermelon mm-hmm. and all the kids were eating the watermelon, but we were playing tag and all the kids kept spitting the seeds in front of the house, right in front of the porch. You know what grew? Mm. 
freaking watermelons. Wow. It wasn't in, in like, they didn't mean to grow it. Literally, where you would put the shrubs to make your house look nice, literally freaking watermelons were growing out of there. That's funny. Because everyone kept spitting the seeds in the dirt that was there. And they didn't take it. They just, one day, like, what the hell is that? Watermelons. Yeah. Yeah. Hey. But that's pretty, see, that's just, again, if it gets to that point, you could produce so many different things. It, it, we're joking around with all this stuff. Because we don't know. But Because we don't. But, but we do know, you know if this it gets opportunity. Down to it, if it gets down to it, no matter what, there's always opportunity. Always. You know? Always. Whether it, it, if this is not the great depression or the, I, I'm calling it the greatest. I'm coining it right now. The greatest depression, you know, because it's if it's not this one, it's definitely the next one where the dollar does crack. If it, this is not the greatest depression, then this is a time to really make some money, really generate some wealth and gobble up assets. You know, for those of you that still are not understanding what that is, as it's something that's just creating an income for you. Creates income. The government is doing it. This is how they did it in the past. This is how they're going to do it again. Look at the history. Look up online. Look up videos. How does the government operate? When they have interest rates down and they can't lower it, they have to stimulate the economy to buy and sell. Mm -hmm. So they will print the money. Mm -hmm. They would go to the Federal Reserve to print this thing, and the money that they get from them, they can't just give it anywhere. They have to buy financial assets and bonds. Mm -hmm. They have to spend that. They buy government bonds to keep the money in the government. So the central bank, that corporation, because <laughs> it's not anything federal whatsoever, it's a corporation that gives the money to the government. How? Which is another corporation. Correct. They give the money to the government. How? By giving them the money to buy they buy the government bonds. That's how they give them the money. They don't just give it to them flat out. They buy government bonds, which now the government to do what, how they, because the government can't make anything. The government makes nothing. They take the money and they give it to unemployment and they give it to assets. They Stimulus buy financial packages. assets, yeah. stocks, bonds. They put money into the economy of people who are producing right. to, to get it to jog up again. Right. So if they're doing that, they're putting money to go into unemployment, which you're not going to do. You're gonna, they're buying financial assets. You need to do the same thing. Don't be afraid. Look for opportunity. Figure out how to make the money and buy something that will make you money, whether it's immediate or whether you know when this thing comes around and comes back up, you have something so cheap that it's going to be worth a lot of money. Right. And then you sell it mm -hmm. and you continue on. And from the little crappy watermelon seeds that you spit out right now <laughs> because something happens bad in the economy, you never know when that watermelon grows up. Oh, crap. Yeah. That watermelon was free. I should have sold those damn watermelons. <laughs> I didn't. We just broke them and, <laughs> and threw them around <laughs> at each other. <laughs> you're, you're idiots. Watermelons. No, but like I'm, I'm, I'm excited for real estate. I'm keeping an eye on that because I know right now. So right now, interest rates are super low, but most people are saying, "Oh, that was a good time to buy a home." But the market's the value is but so the high. Is so high. Yeah. So if you were buying a home right now, for example, like if you're the average person buying a home, you're gonna lose right now because the the price is so high. Your interest rates are going to be, you know, rock bottom low. But eventually what will happen is, and if you don't do this right with your mortgage, that interest rate will change. And later on, you don't know if you're going to have a job or not. Are you going to be able to afford your payments? And then when that happens, and it happens to millions and millions of people like it did over a decade ago, that's when you're going to have the market values of all these properties go back down. Now, at that point, then interest rates will probably rise, you know, because they're going to have to raise it to make it harder for people to borrow, Right. That's when the real investors get in because they know property values are at, at all time low. Interest rates are all time high. The average person can't get a mortgage. They gobble up all the properties, right? It becomes a rental renter's market for a while. And then later on, if they want to flip it, they flip it. Or you know what they'll do? When the property value goes back up, they just refinance that loan. To a lower interest rate. To a lower interest rate. Keep the cash. And, yeah. Right? Take some cash out. Yeah. That's and, tax-free to them that's tax-free to them because it came from debt yep there you go but after you saying all that i'm thinking as a person as this stuff is going on right now the virus the government everything's shutting down why the hell am i thinking about when's a good time to buy or sell you know i haven't even done real estate yet i want to but i don't know when the perfect time is first of all nobody knows when the perfect time is no you can't it's, get it it's never going to be where the low interest rates are low and the values are low doesn't happen but in this time you know i got to focus on producing Correct. being productive whether it's producing something or guess what if you're at home while everyone's scared and watching the news and they're trying to figure out what the hell to do guess what you study your ass off and look at everything about 
real estate, everything about the industry you want to get into, and you study and study and study and study, mm-hmm. and you get the information so you know, okay, I know what I'm doing. So when it comes about, you're not just behind. Right. You have the game right. where everyone's just staring at each other, worried, oh, my God, what are we going to do about toilet paper? And they keep talking to each other back and forth about all this crap. Mm-hmm. No one's figuring out anything. And that's why, And that's why I feel... You know, I do think a little bit of a conspiracy theory, you know, because, I mean, it's not something that is not possible. You know, you have powerful people that come together and plan out how to how to gobble up real estate, how to, you know, move markets, you know, how to buy low and then sell high. Like, that's a conspiracy. You know what I mean, it's just that it's big. This is like, you know, what's happening is big. And that's why I don't believe most of the stuff in the media, because I know they're trying to sway you to think a certain way so you don't make the right move. Yeah, listen, I told my sister today, when my sister was talking to my mom, she's like, are you scared? The corona mom, you know, don't go out to buy stuff because you got... I said, listen, sis, you know why this is happening? You know who's behind this? Budweiser. (laughs) They're trying to ruin corona's name and ruin that beer, that (laughs) delicious beer. And they put coronavirus and use that as a way to associate it with corona. (laughs) You know what? Now that's that I, it. Now that I think about it, I, I I'm pretty sure Corona right now the beer is at an all time low to buy. That's right. They got it's got to be on sale because who, who? I didn't look yet. I, I'm gonna look at that. Yeah. Right. We need to stop drinking whiskey and start drinking some Coronas. <laughs> Something. No, I'm gonna stock up on Corona because it's so cheap. If I look at it, and I'm gonna eat my tree rat. <laughs> I'm gonna go kill my tree rat, and drink a Corona with it, and call that shit a day. <laughs> And then you got to get a t-shirt made to say that you survived the coronavirus 2020. <laughs> <laughs> Again, guys, we, we joke. We know so, that it could be a serious thing out there. Yeah. You know, we don't know the truth. You know, at the end of the day, you could just plan for what you do. But you got to have a smile on your face. You got to be happy. You got to go out and make things happen and stay positive because, you know, what else can you do? You, if you get down and negative, you're going to be unproductive, and that's when you're really screwed when it comes to... That's when to, you lose, that's no matter lose. what. Yeah, that's Listen, when you lose. people already call us nuts. I might as well just eat a squirrel. <laughs> <laughs> we love you guys. <laughs> Keep positive. Contact us. Let us know what you want to do. Let us know what your attack plan is. No defense. Straight offense. Straight we offense, guys. <laughs>